tired of lame old granddad's house of worship? Then come on over to OLAMinistries.com. The best part is, it's not church. That's right. Just home to some of your favorite podcasts, like Styling and Profiling with Cam and Zam. It's time! It's still real to me, damn it! The People Person's Paper Podcast. And of course, opinions like a-holes. Take it from me. So come join us at OLAMinistries.com. Now with zero God. Wait, there's a God, right? Nah. Welcome to Opinions Like A-Holes, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. Creeping toward financial ruin. Yeah? Thanks to the nostalgia industry. I'm never going to financially recover from this. Never. where you're at? Uh, yeah, and, and not just because someone bit off Saf's arm, which also sucks. But because people keep releasing retro gaming things that you want must buy must have must have must have i want to talk to you a little bit about a great company uh called mondo uh they make high quality prints okay uh, i'm not selling anything i was gonna say is this a sponsored ad <laughs> no no, no it's not. this very much has the feel of a of a pre-roll this is organic this is this is organic advertising mondo fucking mondo call hey call, call us call us we will we will take Will dollars you, for doing this. Will you add them to the, the the hashtags or whatever the whatever tags we use when we post? Sure. Okay, cool. They make these great prints uh, of popular movies and games and 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 just uh, great stuff. And we've talked about them a little bit on the show before. I've been a fan for years. Uh, and this week, uh, they just said fuck Hilton's bank account. Yeah. Uh, uh, on Tuesday, they released uh, new holiday prints featuring uh, Snoopy and the gang. Oh, the gang! Charles Schultz Peanuts yeah. characters, uh, in which I purchased a gorgeous um, print uh, showing Snoopy in the snow next to his doghouse. Charles and uh, Patricia and uh, uh, Chucky, Lucille. And, uh, yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Chuck, uh, Chuck, and uh, Lucille and uh, uh, Sal, little Sal. Who's Sal? Sally, his sister. Oh, Sally. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Linus, Linnaeus, uh, <laughs> um, Lionel. Uh, so Charles, uh, Monsieur Schultz, uh, his fine peanuts creations that will soon adorn my walls. Uh, soon as I had uh, regretted uh, spending money on that because they're not they're they're not ridiculously expensive. Our art, of course, is always expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, true prints and true real artwork, true paintings, true photography, uh, obviously worth uh, can be worth hundreds, even thousands of dollars, and and it should be. Artists uh, are are the reason we're alive, my friend. That's right. And I only say this because uh, I, on my best days, I like to call myself an artist as well. Um, these are not super expensive, but they're not cheap. And, and I am a journalist, so I am not a rich man. Uh, so I am not a rich man. I am not a rich man. I work in the newsroom, so I do not have money. Um, I work in the local news, so I do not have lots of dollars. Yeah, that, that's great. It, it, it's really, you know, musical theater is an unappreciated art. Uh, 
but anyway, I'm talking about Prince. And so on Thursday, uh, sure enough, after I'd... I, the artist formerly known as? As Prince, had come to terms with the purchase I'd made on Tuesday, Mondo announced a series of Jack Kirby Marvel prints. Mondo! Yeah. So there I am again, Curs- credit card in hand, uh, waiting for the release time to click away. Uh, and now I'm, uh, you know, my house is beautiful. My my I, my home. I, I'm lucky to have beautiful yeah. artwork sure, sure. Uh, to gaze upon as I sit at home and do nothing. Uh, so I got that going for me. Well, uh, Mondo, uh, maybe you could get some ads in exchange for prints. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, I guess probably saying fuck's not the way to get them on board. But, maybe, but maybe I don't know. Like, yeah. Maybe they like swears. Yeah, <laughs> Mondo. Do you like They're swears? Like, Mondo. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like that's we wanted that to be our catchphrase. And, and it's just funny because uh, like two years ago, I bought a, a print from them featuring uh, Usagi Yojimbo and some of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm a grown adult. But you are a grown man. Uh, and older, I older than I. Older than you. Uh, the oldest one here. You oldest are my man elder. in the room. Yeah. <laughs> the um, and I told myself that was it for me. I have enough art. I've spent enough money on this crap from when I was young. Uh, that was two years ago. Uh, in fact, honestly, as I said my opening line on this episode, I got a sense of deja vu as if I have. Uh, complained of this before. It could very well be. Could be. Could be. Could, could be. be. So um, uh, nothing has changed is where I'm going with this. Uh, well, uh, you know. Yeah. Sometimes we grow and uh, sometimes we don't. To, to, sometimes you feel like coconut and sometimes you don't. To praise, uh, to paraphrase the poet Jay Z, uh, you can say you've changed, homie, but that's just the top layer. It's true. Yeah. So. It's true. So, yeah. Nice. Nice pull. On the show today, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff. We got to look at the Sonic Two trailer. Uh, we are going to talk about a tragedy outside the Fox News studios, and we may or may tragedies in quotation marks. Tragedy? No, it was. Did you not hear them? It, it was. It was absolutely the worst thing to ever happen. Uh, and we will uh, talk about the game awards, the video game awards, which happened just last night. Awards for games. Awards for games given in a public setting, uh, as if they are just the the regular old thing, like a Grammy or, here's, the, or an Oscar. Here's the deal. You talked about how we're old. Yes. Do you feel as if they have been saying that video games have finally made it and everyone finally gets that video games are here for the last 35 years? Wait, now say that again? Here's, here's what happened. Someone recently, uh, I was watching some kind of commercial or yeah. post or, or comment on the video game awards that happened last night, which is a full-on award show put on by Who Gives a Fuck and uh, sponsored by I Also Don't Care. Um, and uh, That's also true. The article, that's also true, the article said, uh, you know, that video games had finally made it, that there was an award show and they were in the public oh, eye. yeah, they made it a long time ago. They've been saying that for 35 yeah, years. Yeah, 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 no, they made it in the early 90s, yeah. in the yeah. late 80s even. Yeah. yeah, no, by the time that, like, we, there were video game competitions all over, like, I remember going to a video game competition with my best friend from elementary school yeah okay i finished elementary school in 92 so we're talking somewhere probably 90 91 yeah uh that this happened and you know they were everywhere uh the wizard mm-hmm. had come out uh, yeah, a movie about, about a giant video game competition and there's been dozens of game movies yeah and yeah no video games made it a long fucking time ago right yeah i mean they made they made a movie about the Mario Brothers in the early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. The early 90s. Like the Super Mario Brothers, the commercial for Mario 2 or 3 
was the like Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Panning back on on so many people gathered saying Mario, Mario, that it formed a, a Mario Pac-Man image on the fever. world. Yeah, there was radio hits based on this shit. Come on. It just seems like the most... Acting like it's just now. They finally made it. I think the thing is, is that... I have fucking tattoos. I was going to say, I think there's a certain uh, amount of... And this is... I might be uh, putting myself at risk here. Perhaps. Of of physical harm by Mm -hmm. saying that there's a large group of of gamers that um, aren't ready to accept that they're no longer um, the... uh, marginalized uh, group yeah. that they once were sure uh, maybe they they have a bit of a persecution complex maybe maybe and 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 there's there's definitely problems in the game community like uh there's a lot of gatekeeping where where there's debate over what I mean a there was a gate is. there was a gate there was a gate yeah yeah. A gamer gate. Game, yeah, yeah. They had a gate. Yeah. I mean if you've got a gate. That's how you know. Yeah, that's the the gate was years ago. Talking about sexism and, and, and harassment in the industry. And I don't it think it's gotten ago. any better. No, Activision Blizzard is, I, I think that's part of like how you apply there now, is you have to be, can you, will you harass people? Yeah, will you be shitty to women? Yeah, yeah, and then they'll just say, well, look, okay, come on, join will the team. Will you be mean to girls who also play video games? Join the team, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wasn't that a lot of it? Was it just that like gamers That's, were being really shitty to like girls that wanted no, the, to play? No, there was a there was a, a designer, there was a game uh, a designer who was was being harassed and 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 spoke out against it, and a journalist got involved, or maybe it was a journalist. I honestly have forgotten more of it than I may have ever known. Um, but in the end, it 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 became a situation where the fandom really tried to unite against a single person. Uh, uh-huh. And it sounds like this this uh, this the, this woman this woman journalist that got involved was not the world's greatest human either. But who the hell is? And the fact that we try and act like people don't have nuance has always been frustrating. But everyone's a monster. Yeah, but it got to the point where there's there's death threats and rape threats and all that shit online. And that's the real takeaway from the Gamergate thing, in my opinion, oh, is that uh, it, it further shows just how much that whole like. How shitty people can be online when hidden behind a keyboard. I have definitely been angry enough to threaten to kill somebody. I've never, ever gotten anywhere close to being like, I will rape you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and you're you're a pretty good example because you are definitely an online fighter. You can be a keyboard warrior. Oh, for sure. But um uh, but, but but the the other thing too is that I would say it to your face. You absolutely would. Uh, you have met up people when it's gotten that kind of heated. It's true. Uh, luckily, it has not come to any serious blows. You've always managed to talk things out in the end, which I'm glad to see. Uh, I should have done like debate stuff. I would have been good at that. Yeah, yeah. But also, you you don't shy away from playing the troll when you need to, or when you feel it's necessary, well, or or when you just appreciate a good joke. I was going to say, I think there's what what will usually happen is. Is I will engage in in the argument on my behalf on whatever side I'm fighting for, which I like to think is usually the right side. Yeah. Um, but I, I I will engage in the argument until the point where I realize that the person is either listening to what's going on or they are so entrenched in their thoughts that that nothing I say is going to make a difference. At that point, if I know that nothing I say is going to get through, yeah. That's when I start dunking. That's when it's game on. That's when I start dunking on you. That's yeah. when I start getting like childish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's when I start saying like, I hope you get anal fissures. That's <laughs> one of my favorites. Uh, you know, little things like that. Uh, 
that are that are definitely more for me than anybody else. Yeah, and I know I've seen those anal fissure comments. I think you you you, you strike. Oh, with I've them used well. that one a lot. You, you do. That is a that is a that is a, a classic for it's you. It's a go to. It's a go to. That's uh, like I like. Fall, ro- I hope you fall out of a hot air balloon. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, friend of the show Ryan Green, no longer enemy of the show. Good for him. Friend of the show Ryan Green has one that I like. Acquaintance of the show. Acquaintance of the show. Casual uh, met him at a party once of the show. Um, Guy who we think is pretty okay. Uh, pretty sure I saw him at this comedy show once, but it was a while ago, so I can't remember. Um, of the show. Friend of a friend of the show. <laughs> Second cousin twice removed of the show. Uh, this guy that lives near a dispensary we like in Sepulpa of the show. Ryan Green uh, has a has a, a keyboard uh, warrior bit that I love where someone says stupid shit and he writes, hey, fuck you. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. I, I tend to like the, um, the 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 strike and run uh-huh. technique on the on, on Facebook where I will make like a comment and then I will like even turn off notifications. Oh, wow. Okay. Like I'm not there to fucking argue. I made my point. You're an asshole. Uh-huh. And, and now I've moved on to the rest of my life. I do enjoy also a um, a fuck directly off. That's a good one. That's a great one. Yeah, fuck I, you directly do use that. off. You use that well. You Thank use you. that well. I, and I gotta tell you, we really embraced language today. Yes, it's like a holes. Uh, we've we we've appreciated the good, the good, the f- and the k- of a good solid fuck. It's true. It's fantastic. I've been trying to also expand my vocabulary, but nothing beats a great, great fuck. Yeah. So we hope you're not listening to this with your kid or at school. Or at school with your kids. This has an explicit warning on it, so you shouldn't have been doing that in the first place. If you are, that's on you, not us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why are you listening to this show with your kid? You've heard us before, haven't? I hope, haven't you? If not, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I hope your kid likes it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, kid. You're rad. Man, my uh, fears are eased after watching our movie trailer today. Yeah. Uh, I in the posters, uh, in the media, in the comments for Sonic the Hedgehog two. Electric Boogaloo. I saw uh, Tailzectic Tailzectic Boogaloo. Nope. Nope. Tried. <laughs> nope. Words have failed me. Stick, electric Sonic too. Stick with fuck. Uh, I was worried our good friend and Oklahoma native son, James Marsden, <laughs> was not going to be in the film. Yeah. Uh, you had said that. I had not seen the trailer yet. And when you said that... Uh, or I had not seen anything about it yet, and yeah. when you said that, I I was I was too concerned. Yeah, I was like, oh no, is our is our boy not going to be in it? Now the scene that we saw him in in the trailer leads me to believe he is only going to be in a very small portion of this film. I agree. It looks like he will be in the beginning to show what Sonic's life has been like up till now, and then and then Sonic will go on his own adventure with his new new best friend tales which in in the long run i'm okay with that's fine yeah this is sonic story but you got to give me at least a scene with stillwater's own james mars you it you created this character of tom who is clearly the now uh perfect addition to the sonic universe now what i like to think happened is that they said they were making another one and marsden said look i'll give you a scene in a boat where i give you some exposition but I am done working against green screen character. Yeah. Have you ever acted against a guy holding a fucking tennis ball? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off with that <laughs> shit. I am an actor. <laughs> I am from Oklahoma. I, I was naive when I did hop. And I liked the money when you offered me this. <laughs> but now. Never again. I want to act against another human. Human. 
beings. Either put Ben Schwartz in front of me now (laughs) or fuck directly off. You're going to cast Idris Elba in a movie with me and put him in a sound booth? (laughs) Yeah, right? Why don't I get to work with Idris Elba? Marsden's been they they did our boy wrong. They that's what it is. That's what it is. But but at the same time, he is now permanent part of Sonic lore. Well, and now he's shown the world that like this guy can act against a tennis ball. He can act against fucking anything. Yeah. Anything. I mean, hell, he was on 30 Rock. He was acting against Tracy Jordan. Give me give this man an Oscar. Tracy Morgan? Tracy Morgan. I I knew one of them was his, his character on the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tracy Jordan. Yeah. So you weren't yeah. wrong. No, yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess, well, and honestly, uh, I'm not 100% sure that Tracy Morgan knew who he was at any given minute during that show. Uh, to the point Fair of point. one of the best in-jokes is when Tracy Jordan remembers that he's Tracy Morgan and starts <laughs> shouting about it to the cast. Oh, that's very funny. It's pretty great. Um, We're currently doing a, uh, a rewatch of Parks and Rec. So good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Benny Schwartz. Um, who's the voice of Tails? It sounds like an actual child. Is it an actual child? Oh, I, and, and the fans are going to rip me up. I'm going to try and pull it up real quick. Is this uh, an actual young person? No, I, I think it's a, I believe it's a young woman, uh, but it's the... Uh, well, that uh, would fall under the category of a young person, Hilton. I, 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 meant, <laughs> I said, is it an actual young person? Uh, no, I, I, I believe, believe it's... I believe it's this Colleen O'Shaughnessy. Uh, um, she is the woman that did the voice of Tails in the show. Uh, starting with, I think it was called Sonic Boom. This site is experiencing technical uh, difficulties. <laughs> uh, yeah, Colleen O'Shaughnessy. She was the voice. Uh, she started on, I think, yeah, Sonic Boom. She wasn't like the original Man. voice. But she's the one, and I, I wasn't a Sonic animated fan, but the one that the fans love. She's like the one. O'Shaughnessy has a lot of letters in it. It does. It That's does. A- that's, That's a long last name. Yeah, the O'Shaughnessy was. And it's got "ug" in it. Yeah, it it O'Shaughnessy is how the Irish said "fuck you." Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I like I, a I like a last name with a lot of letters. You know why? <laughs> Zampino. Well, it's only seven, but uh, it's enough. I like it because I, you know it confuses people when they see it. Okay, I like, like that. you and I see that, and we're immediately like O'Shaughnessy. Yeah. But well, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, shog, oh, sh- oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah. They see it, they go, oh, fuck. <laughs> Colleen, oh, fuck. Well, and that's that's reading. And, and not to say that yeah, people language. can't read, but uh, a lot of people don't enjoy reading, so they don't read for fun. Well, and they also get really thrown by things like that that aren't technically just a normal English word. And, and, but, you know what I mean? Like but my prop, point proper is names. To see more things outside of the basic English words. Uh-huh. You got to be to reading. see thee more clearly. You got to read more. Love thee more dearly. Uh, day by day, day by day. Uh, what are we singing? I don't know this. It's from uh, day by day. What? Uh, what musical is that from? Fuck. I like it. I'm down. I'm down. Day by day. Hold on. I gotta. I gotta look it up. Five million two hundred four hundred thirty nope, nine. <laughs> I don't know the words to that either. I just. I just like musicals. You know what I want to watch again? Speaking of musicals, yeah. Have you seen The Greatest Showman? It it is a terrible movie that what that like like makes P. T. Barnum look so much better than he truly is. He's the worst human ever. But it's got this fucking soundtrack that will earworm its way into your brain. Have I vamped enough here? I, I just I'm so sorry. It was I'm not so finding good too. It. It's like, from Godspell. Like, Godspell. That's a fucking that doesn't you can't have a thing called Godspell. That's people get turned off by religion. Well, yeah, because they're trying to put you in a spell. Yeah. 
put a spell on you. Because I put a spell on you. Because you're mine. Isn't that how it goes? Uh-huh. All right, cool. I wasn't sure if I knew that one. I put a spell on you. <laughs> <laughs> so Miles Tails Prower coming to Sonic 2, voiced by the uh, one and only Colleen O'Shaughnessy, who I did not barely remember. I ago. do not think that I have ever in my life heard that his full name is Miles Tails Prower. Miles Tails Prower, because it's... Tails is a nickname. It, it's such a complicated story. I was going to say because tales. I mean I'm I'm actually relieved to know that it's a nickname because yeah. I'm like if they call if his name name was Tails because he has two tails. I don't remember. That's a little on the nose and that, you know. But that's what it was. It was But that's his nickname. But but here's the deal. As is implied by the quotation marks. When the game came out, Japan and the US had different ideas for what they wanted to call him. This is this is one hundred percent true. You can read about this in Console Wars if you want to read. If you want to read a great book uh, about Sega and about the video game industry and, and the fight behind the scenes, which was so much uh, uh, fun to fun to read. And I actually listened to the audiobook, which was uh, I want to say narrated by maybe Will Wheaton, but I don't quite remember. Um, the uh, he did Ready Player One. Okay, never mind. That was something different. So, um, Sega of Japan wanted to call him one thing, and America wanted to call him the other. And one of them was Tails, because of the two tails, a little on the nose. You pointed that out. Right, right, right. The other one was tails. Miles Prower. Miles Prower. Which is just a straight-up dude's name. No, no. Miles Per Hour. Oh, fuck right off. It's because he's fast. How? How? Yeah. How? 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 Because How did I miss that? I, because you were too focused on the one stupid name. You were missing the even stupider name. So is it though, or is it super clever? They, they thought so. They one hundred because I fact, was just like, "That's a guy's name, Miles Prower." Sure, they were each pretty sure that they were I'm the like, cleverest Prower person is a, ever. a little bit of a weird last name, but who am I to judge? So these two groups of people, one of them is on one side screaming, "He's fast," and the other side screaming, two tails," and they finally just agreed to call him Miles Tails Prower. So that's wow, where we are. Zowie. So, yeah. Um uh it is narrated by Fred Berman. Oh good. Good good good. Uh, I am uh getting it right now. Oh fantastic. What are we talking about? The audiobook for Console Wars. Oh, good good good. By Blake oh. J Harris. Oh, you're going to fucking love it. Oh, it's so uh, good. It is uh narrated by What are you using Audible? Audible.com. They're really fantastic service. Yep. I might I I I should honestly re-listen to that cuz it was such a good audiobook. It was such a, it's a story of Tom. Downloading Kal- as we speak, my friend. It's a story of Tom Kalinske, who was one of the top executives for Mattel uh, and helped with the rise of Barbie. And he uh, he was either stepping out of the game or. A Barbie he, girl in a Barbie world? He was a Barbie girl. He was, he was totally Barbie girl. And, and he got scooped up by Sega, Sega of America, uh, right when the Genesis was launching, right? right we're talking about right around like 1988, 89, maybe 90, right in there. And, and the system was off to like a not a rocky start, but there was a little bit of skepticism in the water. And he got in there and he turned that into a fucking powerhouse. And you remember when we were kids, the Genesis came in and it was as uh, as I was a kid, it was the first example of like a brand war. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, another one, a good one right around the same time that might, might have even been a little earlier was Pepsi and Coke. Of course, right, right. But right. the idea that two companies were going to fight for my attention yeah. for a thing, 
fighting the streets. And as a kid, Nintendo and Sega was a battle. The thing. Those companies were fighting for my attention. Um, WWF and WCW. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the Monday Night Wars. Yeah. Or you know, Matchbox and Hot Wheels. You know, uh, there, there was there was a number of them, especially uh, Transformers in the 80s. and GoBots. Yeah, and, and that very well may have been Lego uh, and Duplo. We, I, I'm not an economist uh, because uh, why? But <clears throat> the idea that that may have been a trend in the 80s, companies realizing that there was money to be made in that kind of competition, would not surprise me in the slightest. Oh, sure. I would I would 100% believe that. Sure. I'm, I'm willing to bet there was at least one where both things were made by the same company. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so and Sega and Nintendo. So console wars gets into that, and it, it, you'll see if you grew up with an eye on the gaming world, you'll hear a lot about the behind the scenes about things that you saw as a consumer. Interesting. Which is fun. Uh, so that was great. Sonic Two looks good. Uh, Idris Elba as Knuckles getting introduced. Jim Carrey. What do you think of Jim Carrey's Robotnik? Oh, love it. The uh, the mustache looks love good. It. I mean, love it. Yeah, and that was one of the best things about the first one. I I went from. S- Incredibly skeptical to 100% on board. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Yeah. I went, yeah. Like I said, I went from uh, very much like, I don't, I don't know about this to, uh, yeah, I can't wait. I think this is going to be great. Yeah. It was fun. It's a lot of fun. And even Ben Schwartz just doing the voice has me on board because I just, I like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He is great. He's great there. He's great in Parks and Rec. Like you said, you've been watching. He's great on everything I've seen him in. Yeah. Uh, the Middle Ditch and Schwartz thing was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sucks that Middle Ditch ended up being a shithead, but... What ended up happening with that? Did he try to make amends? I don't know. I don't know. We got to allow people to get better. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, all about, I'm all about, you know, yeah, making amends and growing, but, uh, yeah, I mean, first step is admitting you were wrong, so yeah, I so don't you... know if that's happened. Yeah. Because I don't pay enough attention to the things I should be paying attention to to have a pop culture podcast. Well, and, and maybe maybe in the end we don't. I don't need to because I, I don't. It's not like I want to watch some fucking apology video or read some goddamn statement. I don't. I don't want to be involved with it when I found out the bad thing happened. You know, I don't. I definitely don't want to be involved in it a minute longer. You know, that's my thing. Like I, I, I get that we want <coughs> when we idolize people, and when people make money and and, and and get security and rewarded off of our idolization. I understand that we're going to hold them to a standard, and I want us to. Sure. But sure. Well, and you know, even not necessarily people you idolize, but just people you've liked in the past. I was a big fan of that short sure, sure, yeah. show. And yeah. but you know, Danny Masterson's on trial for rape. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and he definitely hasn't learned any lessons because he's completely denying everything. <laughs> that was not on purpose. But that was very funny. That if was, anything could have ever fallen on the soundboard at the right time, it's right then. That was the ghost of Danny Masterson. Uh, <laughs> hitting, is he past? <laughs> it was, oh, my bad. It is the future ghost of Danny Masterson. <laughs> time travel to the past. Hey, you want to hear something that'll really piss you off, though? Yeah, huh? Your tax dollars? Yeah, huh? And my tax dollars? Yeah, huh? And their tax dollars? Yeah-huh. All the people listening? Yeah, huh? Are subsidizing and paying for his legal defense. Here in Oklahoma or just like a federal thing? Huh? Is it a federal thing or through Scientology? Thing? Oh, because of uh, religion. Yeah, his religion of the whole is his defense is being paid. Uh, so, so our tax money is paying for. Isn't that a weird roundabout way? It's of... not a weird thing. I told you we should have actually started a church. I know. I told you. I told you. you won't let me start a church. You won't. Can we call it? Like, no, can we like, call it the Church of Scienceology? Yeah. Like just move the T. 
Yeah. Scienceology? You think I wouldn't let us start the Church of Scienceology? I mean, did we just start did, did a church? Did we just start the Church of Scienceology? I think we did. Man. I mean, what are they going to do? What are they? What are you going to do, Dave? I, yeah. Davey? Da- Davido? D- Davida? Little Davy boy? David? <laughs> little, little Davy painter boy? Little Davesque? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where is she? Where, where is, she? is your wife? Where, where is, you? is Shelly? Where is she, David? Where is she, David? Where is Shelly? Where's Heber Gensh? I don't know what that means. I don't either. <laughs> no, I do. That it's sounds a, like a it's word. It's a person who was high up in the church. That sounds like a word in the in the Talmud. That's a person's name. You know, and, and Josiah went to the Heber Gensh. Heber Gensh. Yeah. Um, so Sonic 2 looks good, is what I'm trying to say. For sure. Sonic 2 on looks board. good. Yeah, 100% on board. Um. This this shit right here. Have you seen this? Wait, we didn't do the other trailer. Yeah, we're going. To, uh, was it the game? The Matrix. Oh fuck yeah! I forgot about the Matrix. Yeah, and that's how they get you. That's see. That's how they get you. you we forget forgot about the we Matrix. were in the Matrix. Oh, and so did uh, Neo. Yeah, I was gonna call him Keanu, but that's just the name they want you to think he has. Keanu. 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 Yeah. Keanu Revis. Revis. Keanu Revis. Uh, uh Christopher Reeves um he is going to be Kiefer Sutherland <laughs> <laughs> He and Peel is going to be uh I guess Whoa. forgetting We came full circle cuz Key and Peel made a movie called Keanu about a cat named Keanu This is the highbrow entertainment uh uh, why uh, listeners have been coming to us for years Heavy emphasis on the word high <laughs> yeah. Keanu Reeves looks like he's going to do a great job. The movie looks uh, impressive. It really does. I think, like, uh, just from what the the little bits that the trailer is showing us, which, I mean, it is showing us a lot of action, but as far as, like, the plot, I feel like it's not trying to give too much away while also showing us that, yes, we are going to address the, like, people being different. Yeah. You know? Uh, like the the guy who is now sort of the new version of Agent Smith. Yeah, there, um, there was like that connection which, to original Smith, right? Which is uh, is Dennis from Always Sunny, right? That Glenn Howard is thing? that him? Okay, that's I believe that's I'll, Glenn I'll pull Howard that up. Thank yeah. you. Um, but that and then um, you know, uh, showing that that sort of flashbacky thing to like uh, like uh, it being sort of a different person, but maybe. Being the same sort of character, yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. A couple of times. Oh, saw. Jonathan Groff. Jesus, what am I thinking? Oh, it is Jonathan Groff. Yeah. You're right. Who was the the king, uh, King Richard? <laughs> yes. king, he's King Richard in, in Hamilton. He does have a little Glenn Howerton he, look to him, though. Yeah, um, Glenn but, Howerton is is kind of looks like a Bobo Jonathan Groff. There we go. Yeah. Can I say that? Is that okay? That might not be okay. I'm sorry. It is okay. If, if your name is Bo, uh, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. Uh. Yeah, no, that's wild. That's almost even more surprising that he's in this role because it's uh, probably going to be uh, pretty action-packed. That should be fun. I didn't realize that. Was that Christina Ricci in the trailer? Have I just not recognized her? I didn't remember seeing Christina Ricci in the trailer. Yeah, that's, well, that's exciting. We've got the IMDb pulled up. Jessica um, Henwick as Bugs Bunny. Uh, yeah, uh, Jessica Henwick, she was in the trailer, I'm pretty sure we saw her. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not sure if we saw Priyanka Chopra Jonas. Uh Yahabdul Mateen the second. We he was the one playing the Morpheus character. Yeah, okay. That's Morpheus, he says. No, uh, we didn't see NPH in the trailer. Not in this one, but we saw him in the first trailer. The uh, the no, analyst. Uh, uh, the 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 analyst. 
Uh, anyway, Matrix Treasure, it looks really good. It the, does. The train good. fight, the fighting in the dilapidated building where he's bouncing off the walls. The, uh, it looks action-y. Yeah, it looks really fun. Um, I'm, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, me. Jeff. Uh, uh, you heard about this one yet? I did. I am so psyched about this. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to get the show anymore, but uh, we might get more of Charlie Cox. Well, not might. We will get uh, more of Charlie Cox as the Daredevil uh, if, the, if the Daredevil is brought into the MCU. Yeah. Which, you know, they're saying would uh, and things like that. But, I mean, I, this is at this point, this has got to be them saying absolutely 100% will be. There, I mean, there's allegedly scenes in next week's Spider-Man. Where Charlie Cox is in it as next Charlie. week's Spider Man. No way, no way. Oh, does that come out next week? Yes, yeah. The way you said it, I was like, it sounded like it was a series, you know, like next week's episode. Yeah, next week's next episode, week's episode of Spider Man. Spider Man still the, at home. The animated series. Yeah, no, uh, no way home uh, comes out next week. It's like the seventeenth or something. Okay. Um, and allegedly, there's a scene with Charlie Cox as Peter's lawyer. Okay. So, so, so Kevin Feige saying uh, this past week that if Daredevil would to return in the MCU, it would be Charlie Cox. Uh, and of course, that is a uh, huge sigh of relief for Daredevil fans, uh, fans of the Netflix show that did three seasons before being canceled. Um, and that whole corner of what was originally called the MCU. Uh-huh. Daredevil uh, and and Jessica Jones, and I want to say Luke, Luke Cage, Cage. But when Iron Fist and Defenders floundered, they suddenly stepped back off those comments and were right. like, oh, it's kind of in the MCU, uh, just as they did with Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, it was kind of like since they didn't, those things didn't do quite as well, they didn't want to have anything to do with them. Same with Inhumans. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah, so to see this has been great news for the fans of the show who loved his performance, but now, of course, it remains to be seen, is it the same Daredevil? What do you mean? Like... When we see the Daredevil on in No Way Home, when we see Charlie Cox's oh, Matt oh. Murdock in No Way Home, uh, is it within the? Does he still go to? Does he still go back to the office? And there's a Foggy played by um oh what was his name? I can't uh, remember. I'm gonna pull up that on that that kid from all the movies. Uh, he was in all sorts of shit. Um, or is it? Are you asking like, is it a multiverse? Exactly. Thing? Yeah. Uh, Eldon Henson played a uh, foggy. Uh, That's you know, right. Uh, Deborah Ann Wool is Karen Page. Um, um, uh, it had uh, 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 you know the, uh, any of those other characters: the John Bernthal Punisher, the Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones, the uh, Luke Cage. Uh, um, oh shucks, his it name just invites me. them to be brought in if if they wanted to. If they want to, isn't the same as if Kevin Feige and Marvel want to bring them in, and as much as. Charlie Cox was received with almost unanimous honors. Kristen Ritter got like a 95%. Uh, That's pretty and, goddamn good. And uh, um, Luke Cage. Uh, Mike, uh, what's his name? Mike Cotter. Or Is that Cotter? Coulter, Col- excuse me. Mike Coulter. Coulter. Mike Coulter playing Luke Cage was loved kind of like an 85%. Like, he was pretty... Everyone loved a great show, but there was a few people that were like, oh, he's not quite perfect. Hmm. John Bernthal's Punisher, almost unanimously loved. I gotta be honest. That one was... People mm-hmm. pretty much were on board for that one. I mean, he was pretty great as that character. And then Iron Fist, whose name escapes me, and I'm gonna go ahead... Doesn't and, matter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was honestly kind of panned. 
uh-huh. you know, poor guy. And, and Iron Fist is a tough sell anyway, since you got this white kid doing all the martial arts. Yeah. And, and you know, right now we're kind of trying to stay away from that and let people have their own culture. You know. Well, I mean, rightly so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and hey, man, that's the movement right now. Yeah. Culture shift, man. And yeah. that's the that's the kick we're on. So and, just and fucking every ride once the wave. In a while, an ancillary character gets yeah. set aside. Yeah. So Sorry, Iron Fist. Chill out. And that kid, his performance, the writing, the show, for someone who had allegedly trained and had a lot of experience with his powers, he was played as a very naive character. There was just a lot of things fans thought was misrepresenting. And it was, so it was not loved nearly as much. But you see what I'm talking about here. Everyone loved Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox made it to the MCU. But not everyone loved everyone else. So? So, I don't... We don't, we I don't, don't have to acknowledge their existence. In- but at some point... They're going to want to make money off the Luke Cage property, the Jessica Jones property, the Iron Fist property. And are they, though? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're going to. I don't know if we're. I, I doubt we'll ever see another Iron Fist. Um, Iron Fist, I, I see where you're going with that. I, and because of the, the cultural insensitivity that, issues that, that we just, just talked about. That, and I just don't see a scenario where it would be necessary. To tell a story for his character to be brought in. Here's the deal, though. Right now in comics, do you know what's happening? There's talk that they're introducing an Asian Iron Fist character. Well, okay. I mean, that's a completely different scenario. So, like, if you're talking about, like... So they might try to do something with that later. Okay. But if they do that, that story will likely not mention this kid. uh, Finn. Finn, whatever the hell his name is. But guess Uh, how many people will give a shit? Finn Jones. Well, but... The give a shit thing is different from continuity because Marvel takes continuity seriously. And, yeah, and, but they've and, already nodded to little things like uh, the Quicksilver thing. Uh, yes, but you know they haven't I mean? given official explanations yet. And that's the thing is they always Marvel is very tidy but in, I, in their continuity. I also maybe that's them dipping their toes into the water of like maybe we can do something with this and the fans will be fine with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And maybe that's them saying, like, maybe down the road we can just totally fucking redo it. And people will be like, hey, you know what? We didn't like that other guy either, so that's totally cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, they, they very well might be trying to test that theory. And the whole multiverse thing, in my opinion, could be could play I mean, to that. Right. It because gives the you, multiverse breaks. Gives you open-ended reasons to just completely redo a character or yeah. never touch it again. Well, and that's one reason why this... This could be Daredevil, but this might not be that Daredevil. Yeah, I hope it's just like the regular ass Daredevil, though. Like you're just like, oh, it was but just, but here's I've my question: the whole time, do you think do you think it's this? No, no, but that's not the issue. Do you think it needs to be the same one who was on the dark Netflix show? Because if they do that, then they are then they are open. Then they you've got a Charlie Cox character that knows the Finn Jones Iron Fist. But that here's the thing: Charlie Cox's character can know a a different actor who's playing the same or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't think, see what I, I think you're putting too much on having it, have him having to, or us having to believe that he knows that person. Yeah. Like, I don't think I, I don't give a flying fuck. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Like if you were to say that that character had never met him. Yeah. And, and I need to believe that he never met him. I'd be like, okay, okay. Well, yeah, but yeah, but also you got to understand you may not necessarily be the audience for that issue. But I don't. Th- I mean, fans- I don't know how many people are going to be that up in arms about like, oh, they brought in Charlie Cox and they didn't acknowledge that he knew Finn Jones. That's the issue at hand, though. 
That, really? That is the big issue with the fandom is whether or not this is the same Daredevil. Well, hey, all, all you guys, that's dumb. <laughs> that's, that's dumb. That's fandom, though. That's fandom. I mean, it's I. I mean, sure, you can say it's fandom, but it's, it's dumb. The end of that word is dumb. It's the difference. If what if the farm spinoff of The Office, Dwight never worked at Dunder Mifflin. So let's say the farm became a show and it was about Dwight Schrute running his beet farm that he managed for his aunt. And it was about his sister and his brother in the fancy car and the little kid. Yeah, but I think that's a little different than saying like you have to suspend your disbelief that 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 Iron Fist was ever played by another actor. Because we've had to do that several times. Okay, no, no, no. But that's not what we were talking about. You were talking about whether or not Iron Fist was something completely a different person, a different character. No longer yeah. being um, whoever it was, now he was so-and-so. Without the idea that, like, like a new employee at a job without acknowledging that there was a job or a previous employee before that is what it would be. The equivalent of saying, like, that if in the farm... I, just, I feel Dwight, like in this scenario, though, yeah. it's not that hard to just... But it's the same kind of thing. Like, what if in the farm... Like, let's say the farm became a show. Iron we know Fist is not as important... To the telling of the Marvel story, as Dwight Schrute is to the telling of the Dunder Mifflin story. Okay, uh, let me let me peel it back a little bit. Then uh, you're right. Uh, Dunder, saying he doesn't have Dunder Mifflin is a big fucking cutaway. Huge. What if what if on the farm, there's never an Angela. Angela never existed. If it's, for the- or better yet, there's an Angela who he didn't work with, who's like a young black woman. Just a completely different character with a completely different story, never acknowledging the idea that there was at one point a completely different Angela. I mean, as if, another person, as a if she I'm had a grown ass surgery, man who knows that behind the scenes that the original Angela was hated and that we needed to move <laughs> along because Angela's story should have been told by an Asian man. Uh, and so I know that the reason why, like, there's a lot of different things that are, are reasons why this scenario is very, very different. All right, man, <laughs> you, you have, you have, you have passed my trials, sir. <laughs> you, you have, you have shown beautifully against my challenges. Uh, I, I think I, a I big, acquiesce. Like I say, I think a big part of it is just. How and I'm not trying to like just write off Iron no. Fist, but overall, like Iron Fist is not as a universally known and loved character. No, but you know what I mean? Like, no. nobody was clamoring for an Iron Fist show, nobody was you're right, but be careful going down that path because Marvel has do done... I know there's fans of it? Sure. No, 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 I'm not going that one, but that's a good point, too. But Marvel has done very well with shit nobody wanted. Nobody yeah, sure. wanted Gardens of the Galaxy, but they gave Nobody it to us, Thur, and we, Thor, we and Thur. we said no, thank you. Yeah, that- <laughs> and so now, and now after we said no, thank you for them to say, okay, we listened, and we'll what? give you a different version. Yeah, we would probably go okay. And if you're not willing to say okay, then maybe you should have given more love to the first one. I don't know, like, what's the real answer? Yeah. Well, and you know, here's the thing: is is Like, because I feel like you could even do the same with Luke Cage, even though that was a lot more popular. Yeah. I think that if, like, contractually you just couldn't get the same fucking actor and you had to recast it, we would be willing to... I mean, they did it to the Incredible Hulk within the same fucking series, technically. It's, it's, yeah, and again, it's not about changing the actor. 
because it's it's about changing the story. The idea that the, even then did Luke Cage did the Luke Cage in the if a new Luke Cage shows up in the MCU, did he help Pop uh, run the barber shop like he did in season one of Luke Cage? Sure, and you know? that's a that's a detail that I don't think people would be. But that scene, I'm watching it right now, and that scene where Pop gets shot. Spoiler, sorry, it's five years old. Uh, where 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 the barbershop gets shot up, like that's a great scene, and that's a great example of Luke's heroism. And like, yeah, but I don't know why. You, I mean, I don't see a reason why you would have to do away with that. Whereas with Iron Fist, it's a different scenario. Because, You're having to do away with that story because of of of, of changes in the cultural milieu. Because the I don't know if that's the right word. The idea is simply just because that same Luke, we saw that whole story, and that story was the same story where. A, a, like a year, six months after he was in the barber shop, I, sorry, he my, was in the defender. Right, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, if if their reasoning for having to redo Luke Cage would yeah. not be the same reasons that they were going to have to redo Iron Fist, therefore you wouldn't have to do away with any of that part of the story with with Luke Cage the way you would with Iron Fist. Does that make sense? It make doesn't no no because the issue Luke Cage still interacted with Iron Fist. But, that's still so ancillary, though. Like, yeah. I didn't fucking know that. <laughs> Nor do I care. You know what I mean? Well, like, you also didn't watch any of those shows. I did. did you, I watched Luke Cage, and I don't remember that. Did you watch Defenders? No. That's what it was. That Defenders was the show that oh, okay. brought all four of those shows together. Okay. I don't know how much Luke interacted with anybody else in his show, because I've only watched about halfway to most of season one. I haven't seen much. So far, it's been kind I don't of, know. Uh, what's the word? I feel for? like at this point, too, especially with those Netflix series, we've all had series. Is, do you just say series? You just say series. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like Mises? singular. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's totally Mises. Uh, with the Netflix Mises. Um, so we've. I, I feel like we've also had a long enough of a grace period where we all know that if those characters are brought back in, the likelihood of it being exactly as it was in those series is not plausible. Spider-Man syndrome. You know, exactly. They waited five years between Spider-Man 3 and Amazing Spider-Man, and we were just like, oh, what? There's a... Bitten by a spider? Exactly. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. so, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, there. yes, there will probably be a very small group of people that are going, not canon, or whatever, you know, whatever the fuck they get mad about. But, uh... At the end of the day, who gives a shit? Yeah. That show sucked ass, and we all said, no, thank you. Yeah. And you're talking about uh, Luke Iron Cage. Fist. Or Iron Fist. Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. Yeah, excuse me. Uh, we universally as a whole said, mm, I'm good. <laughs> I don't like that one. Yeah, I like the other ones. The other ones are good. I like those. Let's do those. Anyway. You know what people didn't like? Cowboy Bebop. And now it's canceled. Apparently, canceled after one season. Netflix, you strike again. Here's a, that show came out two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah, it's already already canceled. canceled. Nintendo dropped the hammer fast. Nintendo. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm um, Netflix. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what? I just I'm just excited about our Nintendo topics later. Is really what it is. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, Netflix oh, no, dropped we've the run hammer. Out of time. Uh, <laughs> uh, picks and plugs. <laughs> Netflix that dropped, seems fast. It does to have pulled the plug. Even and, and Netflix is getting famous for cutting shows after one season. For sure, they really are. Uh, or giving you like two or three, getting really into it, and then being like, oh, "We're not going to finish that." 
And it's because they have the numbers on how many people not only watch each show on their service, but how many people watch whole seasons. Right. Uh, take me, for example. I've watched two episodes. It's okay. I like it. The st- it. Very much like the anime, it's style over substance. Okay. It's a good show. It looks great. It sounds amazing. Uh, but the, the, the anime has more substance than this does. The anime does have substance. It's a good show. Uh, this definitely feels like... You remember the, the remake of Psycho with Vince Vaughn and Anne Heche, maybe? I do, yes. Uh, and... It was okay, but it was literally like ninety percent a shot-for-shot remake. It was a hundred percent a shot-for-shot. Was shot. it like yeah. like it was like that they was like its whole thing was that like they literally they, were just like here's what Psycho looked like, but we shot it in color with a better with camera with a people. guy you've seen recently. Yeah, that was hundred percent. It. it this wasn't like a shot-for-shot remake, but it just felt like that. It felt like they woke up and said, "Let's just shoot a bunch of shots that look like Cowboy Bebop today," uh-huh. and then they went and did that, and then everybody was like. I'll take one episode of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was great. And I, I will probably watch at least. I'll keep. I'll do it episode by episode. If each episode I like, I'll watch the next one. Uh, and there was stuff that I've liked so far. But in the end, it was because each. I, I like the cinematography. I like the music. I like John Cho. I love the guy playing Jet, whose name escapes me right now. He's fucking nailing it. Uh, the girl that plays Faye, she's not quite on point. She's cursing a little too much. She's a little too weird. Uh, but she looks great uh, as the character. You know, she's beautiful, but she looks great as a character is what I'm saying. Uh, and the look of the show, they all look great. John Cho's a little old for the role, but whatever. Uh, and then the... Um, uh, so one of the big issues with the show, you got to watch this at some point, uh, just to see some of the cinematography stuff I'm talking about. Yeah, but, I plan on giving it a whirl. One of the big issues with the show, or questions about the show, was were they ever going to have a, the character of Ed? Eric, Ed is uh, the fourth member of the crew who is a young uh, trans girl. Uh, and, of course, the show came out in the 90s, so this was like, I don't even know that she was ever called a trans girl. We, we didn't have the proper terminology in place yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and But, um, yeah, she just, she, you know, she's introduced as a boy, and she clearly makes it clear that she's a girl, and then that's just carried forth from then on. Uh, and it's, 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 she's very cartoonish and she's a big nerd and she's big plugged into the web. So there's a lot of very eccentric gamery nerdy qualities about her too. Um, and she's very ADD style, kind of like hyper, you know, uh, and, and sorry, not to bash ADD or anything. I'm not, I'm not bashing at all, but the character does show up in the show and, um, in like the last episode. Okay. And the fandom was bashing it. I, I was reading some stuff online. Everybody was like, it's the worst representation ever. It's nothing like Ed. And I watched it. And yeah, it was the character acts a little almost too over the top and a little almost kind of spasticky. Not to use another word that can be derogatory. But uh, I didn't feel it was bad. And I kind of liked the kind of crazy hyperactivity of it all. Okay. I got to say, in the found end... Found it endearing? I found it unique uh, and, a, and an interesting take on the show. I, okay. I'm, it's not quite right. It's not Cowboy Bebop 100%. And yeah, if you, got, if you only got to watch one, watch the fucking anime, of course. Always watch the original. Very few ex- exceptions. You know, Aliens. Watch the director's cut. But, you know, Blade Runner. Okay, there's a couple. But... This isn't the worst thing in the world. Fair. And this could have done another season and probably would have made money. Maybe. You know? Maybe. I don't, ah. know. 
I don't know. It's hard to say. Netflix. Word of mouth. The is, plug. Word of mouth is, is is something lately. And that's the thing is, I felt like I was seeing a lot of people like praising it, but yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Uh, we'll live though, uh, and so will you. Uh, and and um, uh, it's almost that time. It is almost that time. It's almost that time, Hilton. Yeah. Uh, time for the holiday days uh, for the Yule tide. Uh, tide of Yule for the Christmas cheer. Uh, uh, the time when we will all be uh, thinking of others, of our loved ones, of of of, of our fellow man, of of mankind, uh, and of ghosts of past, present, and future, uh, and of course of the one and only uh, princess of all this, the queen uh, herself, uh, uh, the one and only uh, Mariah Carey. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to pull it up, but didn't I can't. Work, didn't it, work. My phone didn't work. Wasn't going to happen. It's like, fuck you. All I want for Christmas is you. Already hearing it at work the other day. Thank you uh, so much, my coworkers, for dropping that earworm. Uh, uh, since 1994, it was a staple of the radio. And then later, uh, of course, uh, just became one of the most overplayed Christmas songs of all time. Uh, to the point of now, it's essentially a, a meme. Uh, the idea of hearing this song everywhere you go, uh, the mall, uh, the radio, the roller rink, uh, uh, the really w- everywhere. It just An in- inescapable. It, it can be. Uh, and here too, uh, unfortunately, uh, this was not discussed before the show. Uh, I thought we would do you better than that, uh, but no. Uh, so the question is, how much is Miss Carrie making from all this playing of All I Want for Christmas is You? Not much is my guess. Uh, more than you'd think. Uh, she makes between six hundred thousand and a million dollars each Fuck December. Around. Each December that from, makes a lot of sense from royalties. I mean, she's getting like point zero 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 three cents right now. Yeah, from yeah. this one. Yeah, I, I saw a spot. Did Spotify? Yep. Spotify's payment sucks. Yep. I, and I think I probably knew that, but it's real bad. Yep. Listen. Here's my thing. There's several Christmas songs that I will definitely die on the hill of. That song is complete trash, top to bottom. Um, and I will wholly admit that that song is overplayed, but it is not a bad song. I like that song. Agreed. Yeah, it's a solid song. It. it it's- I will take that all fucking day over Paul McCartney. Oh. Ooh, you're talking about uh, Christmas time this year or whatever. Simply having a wonderful, Christmas wonderful time. Christmas time. That's the one. Yeah. <clears throat> Did yeah. you see the the? There was a the <clears throat> meme about how it's actually about witchcraft and someone getting walking in when you're in the middle of doing witchcraft stuff. Yeah, because it's like the moon is out, yeah. the time is right. Yeah. That's very funny concept. Yeah. <laughs> of like they walk in and then you're like simply having a wonderful Christmas. Time. Not yeah. doing witchcraft <laughs> all of the damn time. Um Mariah Carey, um, much better song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh what other 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 popular? I don't mind paying Mariah Carey a few cents every year to hear that song over uh simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, it, it agreed. Is that the actual name of that song? Mm-hmm. Because it's very long. I think it's like um, um, this uh, This song is just six words long, where the first few are in parentheses. Uh, do you not know that song? No. It's so... Uh, it, okay, it's set to the tune of, in parentheses, I've got my mind uh, out of parentheses, set <laughs> on you. 
Uh, do, oh, do, that's right. Do you not know this song is just six words long by Weird Al Yankovic? Oh, I do. Okay, I, do. I was gonna say I can pull that up. No, 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 okay. I do now. Okay, it's such... I, I had that album. Yeah, that's that's a great. It one. just was lost on me in the moment. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, I, I think it works like that. I think it's like um, uh, pr- open simply parens, having simply having closed parens. A, a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, Christmas time. time. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe open parens simply having a closed parens wonderful, wonderful Christmas, Christmas time. time. I don't fucking know. Uh huh. It's one of those. Either Maybe way, just time is in parentheses. Yes, <laughs> wonderful Christmas. Open parens. <laughs> time. <laughs> close parens. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a parens is a great word. I like words that aren't actually words, but that we commonly use. Even sure, sure. Even though, uh, I think that's good. You know, uh, you know what I love about this time of year uh, is uh, that every, every the smell of a warm fire. And and the smell of the feel of, of a warm fire. The smell of napalm in the air. Wait. The smell of. <laughs> Gunfire, the war on Christmas, baby. It's here. It's back. Oh, oh, Uh, front lines. Oh shit! It's gonna get you. Oh god! The war on Christmas is gonna get you. (laughs) It's teamed up with the beat. Teamed up (laughs) with the rhythm. The rhythms. Oh god! Yeah, the rhythm and and the The and the war on Christmas are gonna get you. Gloria, what'd you do to us? Oh man, Um, I do love that every year you can count on. Um, this feigned uh, persecution of of Christmas uh, every year, but this time we have proof. Um, we have proof uh, by the uh, Fox News Christmas tree um, being uh, set on fire. Um, what did that head that subtitle say there under? Uh, uh, yeah, we pulled this up. There's no uh, evidence the tree burning was politically motivated, but Fox anchors sure hated it. Yes. So therefore, it's a hate crime. Or something. A, a mentally ill man was arrested for setting fire to the tree outside the Fox News office. Uh-huh. That that that's the story. Mentally Correct. ill person saw Christmas tree, said "fuck you," Fuck that set tree. it on fire. No, what he maybe he just said, "Oh, a Christmas tree. Those are super flammable. I love fires." Well, luckily, uh, Fox News reported on it because occasionally they do engage in journalism. Uh, uh, and, and actually, then, I will say the Fox News journalism team is a solid fucking team. I'm gonna say throw that out there right now. You see their work lowered down on the Fox News webpage. Oh yeah, because that's where the, the things news that are is. true. Is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So props to that team. I've known, I know several of that uh, members of the people that work there right now. They're good journalists. I will not bash them, but their personalities and their punditry is, is bullshit and is literally harmful. Oh, literally oh, yeah. harmful. Well, yeah, but yeah, but but the 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 propaganda and misinformation episode of Opinions Like a Holes runs forty three minutes, uh, and we have not. Don't have time for that today. Oh, fair enough. So, but 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 the mentally ill man was arrested, uh, and he said he wanted to set the tree on fire all day long. Right, uh, as Fox is reporting. You know what he didn't say? Anything about Fox News? Yeah, no, he just wanted to fuck up that tree. Uh, and then Fox News was like, "That's a hate crime." And then the police were like, "That's not what a hate crime is." And then Fox News was like, "Well, I hated it." Yeah, well, and and he did admit to hating the tree. As sometimes I get that I get it. Sometimes you see Christmas tree and you're just like, no, I'm not. Now listen, you got your tree huggers, yeah, and you got your tree, fu- you got your tree burners. <laughs> you were about to say tree fuckers, weren't you? <laughs> I was, I was, I was. I, that was a different crazy person, but not like sex fucking. Like, like you're like fuck, fuck it up. Tree. Like, I'm yeah, gonna fuck it I'm up. Angry fuck up at that, that tree. tree. Yeah, fuck that tree. Fuck you, tree. Yeah. This is this is there's a lot of cursing today. That's really funny though. Like how how subtle, just the difference of fuck that tree or. Fuck that tree. Fuck that tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's different. It's different. Uh, 
Have you ever noticed how sometimes just a well-placed comma will really uh, change the whole dynamic of something? I have advocated for the comma for 42 years. I think we've talked about it in the song. Uh, I don't remember what the actual name of the song is, but you know, come on home, girl. It's You've said on the... That, come on home, girl. Yeah. You put a comma in there and yeah. it's, come on home, girl. Yeah, yeah. Move that comma. It's come on home, girl. And come that's, on home, girl. Yeah, that's... It's different. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, here's the deal in the war on Christmas. Uh, the Jews, it's not real. The Jews won it with Hanukkah years ago. Eight days, presents every fucking day, we win. So, Multiple presents or just one present? Last, you get eight presents. Oh, oh, single present for seven days. Like fucking appetizers. And then the eighth day is just... Go hog wild. All the, as many presents as normal... Oh. Uh, Gentiles. So many presents you can't even see the tree, but you're Jewish. There's no tree. Mm. So no uh no pine needles to pick up. No, yeah, no pine needles, no no tinsel. no tinsel to clean up, no cat knocking shit over. Tinsel is a thing of the past, I feel like. Yeah, because I because you can kill a child with it. Um well and also it was ugly as a motherfucker. Uh that too. Holy shit. Yeah. My mother, uh God bless her. Used to go ape shit on the tinsel every year. Yeah. And looking back, I'm like, number one, that's all you fucking see. Yeah. You know, like, oh, look, look at my beautiful uh, ornaments. Mm -hmm. You'll have to peel back some tinsel to see yeah, them. Can you show me where they're behind you? the curtain of tinsel? They're like uh, strippers about to come out from behind the the, the tinsel curtain. Like a pre-stripper. Nobody wants that. Right. Uh, and, and it's it's garbage, and it would just be all over the fucking floor, and the cats would fucking eat it. You're not and, getting any of my money. And then, and then you got uh, dead tinsel cats. Dead tinsel no, cats. No, we never had a, a cat pass. I'm not gonna lie. But you ever you ever see a uh, cat shit with tinsel in it? That's something else. Yeah, no, it's pretty wild, yeah. sparkly. Um, so glad that that's not a thing anymore. But you imagine how much quicker that thing would have caught on fire if there were tinsel on it. Woo! That stuff's flammable too. Yeah. The Christmas tree itself is a giant fire hazard. Here's the deal. What if the burning of the Fox News Christmas tree was an annual event? Oh. Every year, someone volunteered to burn the tree. You'd have to go to jail. I mean, sure, you, yeah, you take one for the team, yeah, essentially. Yeah, there has to be punishment for your crime. I, I don't it want is a crime. Criminality cannot be tolerated. Fox News respects that. No one is above the law. No one. No, you are, we're agreeing beforehand. Someone's got to go. We'll write something up. There'll be a contract. They burn the tree. Fox News gets a day to talk about the war on Christmas. Oh, I love it. And and we can all move on. I love it. Yeah. I love it. They get to fuel their, their persecution complex, and, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and, uh, and we get to watch a nice little uh, fire. Oh. oh, we can watch it, but we let the homeless close to it. We warm... The homeless, those in need. What about? What listening, about? Listening, listening. What about? Oh, okay. What about go every ahead. year? Go ahead. I might have something better. Go ahead. What about every year? Got it. We wait for them to put it up, and then instead of burning it, yep, we steal it. Okay. We pawn everything on it. Got it. And we feed the homeless. Oh, okay. That's good. Okay, that's good. Okay. Um, all right. Mm, mm, we're so fucking close. We're getting there. So close. So close. So close. One more. Because those ornaments probably aren't worth a lot. We're no, not we're not going to get a lot of we're not going to get a lot of uh, a lot of cheddar. Nope, we're not going to get a lot of. But you know where there is some stuff that's cash. worth a lot inside those Fox News offices. 
Ooh, now we're getting into real dangerous territory. <laughs> Maybe so, but hear me out. Okay. <laughs> so if we pawn all that stuff. We're going to need to get it. We, I think we're going to have to start having a lawyer on the show every week. Probably. So that they can tell us to shut the fuck up. Probably. <laughs> but then we're just going to have to quiet their mics down. That's true. We would just eventually be like, uh, you can't come anymore. After we pawn everything in the offices, that's a lot of food. You agree that, right? That's a lot of food. Absolutely. Okay. Now they have empty offices. Yes. Yes. Where yes. the homeless could live. And I love it. The tree can stand. The tree can stand, Mike. The tree can stay. Yeah. The tree can We stay. don't have to burn it. It's got all those ornaments. We don't have to sell them because we sold all the stuff inside the offices. The tree stands. It's still Christmas. The war on Christmas is over. And Fox News is now a homeless shelter. And you know what, Tucker? You can still have your show, but they're writing it now. Yes. Okay. I'm willing to give him his show, but the other 23 hours of Fox News is all homeless programming. Fuck yeah. Well, not anymore. Oh, they don't have any Because they're not homeless anymore. Oh. They live there. No, but there's probably other homeless people. True. So true, we'll true, do true. we'll tell their stories. Okay. Nice. This part's getting complicated, but so really I, is, I don't want to really get into the really content is, really of is, what really the new is. Fox homeless show really is. channel is going to be. The, uh, Tucker's the, the bottom the same. line is is that it would be a much better use of the space. Oh god, yeah. Than what yeah. they're doing. Well, it would right be a now. good use of the space, which mm -hmm. was just a good start. So yeah. no. Uh, the, yeah. the journalists will still put somewhere else. Absolutely. We like yeah. that. They can go work for a real news organization. You know? Well, and the sad, that's the sad part, too, is like, is, is, is a news organization is made up of your team. So the fact that I know that there's a fucking, you know, couple dozen fucking hardworking true journalists there that are trying to cover the national news mm -hmm. means there is a news organization there. Yeah, but the, the heads of that organization is purposefully putting the news portion of their yeah. shit where no one will see it. Uh, yeah, and adding a, propag a propaganda top layer that is, is, is super is, thick is causing a lot of fucking problems. Yeah. And it's just frustrating. It's frustrating. And, and it's not like it's not it's not even like the other networks don't have bias. This is the whole thing we're going through at my work right now about bias. We're learning how to spot it in your own work, learning Ooh. how to identify it in your coworkers' work, learning how to approach your coworkers, your management, your your friends to talk about it. It's uh it's a whole thing where we, we actively try to fight that shit. Yeah. To make sure that we actually tell the story the way we're supposed to. Tough. You know? and, and by the way that we're supposed to, I mean truthfully right uh um uh you know um uh without any sort of uh, uh, of my own opinion added this is what happened yeah uh, a chronicling of the events of the day uh -huh. essentially you know as, as kind of hoity-toity as that shit sounds yeah but you know but you got to do it you got to try and do things right yeah listen we're not pretending that there's not uh there's not uh almost equal versions on the other side uh, is, is Rachel Maddow sometimes as ridiculous as as uh, oh yeah, as, yeah. As Tucker Carlson? Absolutely. However, are the things that she's saying um, causing active uh, harm or inciting violence? Not as not much. usually. Not as much. Uh, and, <laughs> and 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 we got to fight that in all corners, man. Hundred percent. Because not one hundred percent. There's problems with that everywhere. But. I agree. But you know, I agree. What we shouldn't do is use violence. Uh, if we're going to use violence, we should keep that for our online video games. That's right. Uh, your Call of Duties, your, uh, your your Medal of Honors. Your Battles Ground. Your Battles Ground. Yeah. Your uh, Halos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, especially if you can find uh, this Call of Duty uh, map that we're watching right now, which is set in the Dunder Mifflin offices. Now, this is pretty amazing. 
This is actually Dunder Mifflin. I mean, watching. the 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 accuracy is incredible. Yeah, the the location of uh, desks, offices, the I'm break down room, down to the color of the desks, the yeah, everything is spot on. The placement of plants, uh, and and it's a zombie st- stage, so zombies are climbing in through some kind of port, uh, uh, exhaust, um, whatever. Michael's uh, magic, office. magic, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, like I'm seeing the break room here. It feels a little thin in there, but I don't know. That hallway felt thinner than it needs to be. That bathroom feels bigger than it should be, you know. But uh, uh, and again, it's been actually it's been a year or more since I've really uh, visited Dunder Mifflin, so I need to go back. Oh, look at that! You see, they've got a fucking uh, dolly in there with some packages, as if uh, Daryl was in from the warehouse for a minute. That was Daryl turned into that was Daryl's office at the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, show the break. Oh, this is the annex. Okay, and there's Kelly's nook. Okay, yeah. this is really cool. I should get uh, out of my nook. I'm gonna post a, a link to this on the uh, the, the OLA Facebook page, uh, and and we'll uh, we'll share this with the with the with the gang. With the old gang. Yeah, with the with the with the a holes. With the Schultz gang. I've been uh, since we don't do the posters lately. Uh, I've been uh, been posting memes on yeah. our, our page. Trying to give uh give give our, our our social media friends a little content to enjoy. You know, once uh once the whole uh the whole pandemic put a real kibosh on having guests. Yeah. Uh, the 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 posters just you know didn't make sense anymore. Well, because it was just pictures of you and I, over and over and over and over again. And and despite being and there's incre- only so many puns you can make about not having a guest that also work in a movie title. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it was. Uh, I think when we did the mo- when once we reached the episode every which way but having guests, we knew that we had gone too far. Yeah, uh, and luckily that episode was never released uh, <laughs> so. because it was not recorded. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so we'll check out this. Uh, this is a fan made uh, map uh, of the office, um, and, and I'll post a link here. You can dig into the Reddit thread and see. Uh, I'll keep an eye on that. I was going to say, there's got to be somewhere in there where they tell you how you can play it. How you can play it, or the, the creator will chime in. Uh, and say, uh, cease and desist, this is my work! Right, or you'll just watch um, some uh, or you'll just watch some dumb Reddit stuff, which is a thing that happens on Reddit. Excuse me? Uh, Reddit stuff, where you, where you see dumb stuff happen on Reddit. And then you click on it. And it just becomes a picture, I guess. I guess what I was clicking on was not an actual video. Uh, cool, which is cool, good. Cool, 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 I, I've cool. seen the video and it's terrible. The video I'm talking about is for a Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, I think this could have been called Star Wars Fire Festival. Oh no! This was a two day cruise that was Star Wars themed. Okay. Where you would essentially live like a Star Wars character in a Star Wars world. In a Star War. In a Star War, and, and the preview had these way too eager people um, going through uh, the adventure of Star Wars uh, Galactic Star Cruiser. One of them ends up in a cantina uh, where he is hushed by the bartender, and then a woman in purple comes out and sings a song that was pretty good, pretty jazzy, fun song. And then he goes back into the main hallway where he encounters his other overly eager friend and talks about what a wondrous, realistic... He was really, really there. Star Wars time he had, and then uh, it ends, and it's all very cheesy. And and the Star Wars stuff looks very much just like basic sets and people in costume. You know, it doesn't really feel like you're doing anything other than just going to a Star Wars themed bar. 
Uh, and it cost thousands of dollars for two days. You know? Fuck that! So the video was immediately derided, and Star Wars uh, had just took that off social media entirely. Smart. So now it's hard to find. Uh, and, and what's going to happen with this actual event uh, remains to be seen, uh, because obviously uh, that bad press, uh, as we've seen for Cowboy Bebop, can go far quick. Yeah. So people are like, no, thank you. Is there a, a themed thing that you would go to? Like, where you actually, like, immerse yourself in that theme? Like, what if, uh, like, you're a Coheed fan. Like, what if they did an Amory Wars theme? I mean, they had a, they did, they did a Coheed cruise. Did they? They did a Coheed cruise? They did. Man. And I would have gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would have gone. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, all that uh, Mario stuff that they're talking about, the Super Mario World theme park. I would definitely. 100% go to that I would go to that. All all day. Yeah. All day. I, I got a small taste of the, the Star Wars stuff at Disney when I went a few years ago, and that oh, yeah? was really cool. Uh, same over at uh, Legoland when I got a chance to go there. There was some Disney stuff that was neat, or excuse me, Star Wars stuff that was awesome to check out. I went to Disney World, uh, but it was way prior to the uh, purchase of the Star Wars franchise. Yeah, they hadn't opened the like galactic landing strip yet or whatever the fuck they, they couldn't even that. like yeah i mean at that point that you wouldn't have even like seen a star wars character yeah it wasn't a disney thing yet. No. yeah 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 that yeah this we was in the year of our lord 1999 wow ooh, when the phantom menace came out correct the, fan, the phantom menace uh which is uh, a word <laughs> so. it's weird thinking about how like that used to not be a disney thing and now it is <sighs> yep yeah yep. same yeah. with marvel uh, should talk about the game awards? What games? Uh, that's my thing, man. Board game awards? Board uh, video game awards? Oh, so so we're 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 we've both got history of gaming. You're we're, we just talked about how we're both big Super Mario Bros. fans. Yes. Uh, I want to talk about the game of the year. It takes two. It takes two, baby. You ever heard of it? It takes two, baby. I have not heard of it. Me and you have not heard of this game. It takes two. One of the runners-up was Deathloop. You heard of that? Nope. I have not heard of that either. Uh, Psychonauts 2, have you heard of that? The Heretic. <laughs> Psychonauts 2, The Heretic. Uh, I only know that Psychonauts was a massively popular game from about uh, 10, 15 years ago. So the sequel was much expected, uh, or excuse me, much beloved when it came out. Never heard of it. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Did you play that? Nope. You probably know Ratchet & Clank, though. Yes. Popular series. You ever play any of the games? Way back. Way back. You played some of the early ones. Yeah. I, 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 I've played one, I think. One for sure. Long time ago, but yes. Same deal. Uh, tried it a few times. Never really played it. <clears throat> and uh, uh, Metroid Dread. Uh, I don't have a Switch. Didn't play that. I, I know you don't either. I'm going to assume you didn't either. But I'm familiar with, very familiar with Metroid, of course. Of course, of course, of course. And Resident Evil Village. Same deal. Didn't play the new one, but I know the game. Familiar with. Is this the one that got real popular with the big vampire broad? The big vampire broad. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, looks good. Looks like good. That one. Yeah. It seems fun. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> As our friend Kevin would say. Yes. That's how this. That's how this year is for me. It's it's either I don't know it or I've never played it. Cool. And that's that's a big thing uh, that keeps happening now. What is the story of It Takes Two? Uh, it seems like it's some kind of like cooperative game where you and someone else have to play together. Oh. It looks cool. I'm gonna put up a little uh, gameplay video. Uh, what have you been playing? Uh, well, you know, I uh, I actually restarted uh, another playthrough of the Spider-Man game. Oh yeah, yeah. 
because uh, is... I'd only played it once, but <clears throat> okay. So it does look like oh, you wow. have split screen. Yeah, split screen. Uh, and but uh, it's split screen or it's online. You can play with a friend. I see. Overall, oh wow, there's a whole like story with people and animated cutscenes and of stuff. Of course, and who creates two dolls that the oh. parents magically turn into. Oh, I see. So your adventures are like a doll. So it's like it's you like ah, you're making the parents work together. I see. Oh, I see. It's to get the so so. Yeah, this is gonna be a game where the the, the story and the gameplay both play a factor. Uh, wow, interesting. Okay, this actually looks really really cool. I, the uh, graphics are awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks gorgeous for sure. That's on PS4 and PS5, and that one game of the year uh, definitely looks like something worth checking out. Game of the year, huh? Yeah, and uh, I I know I think it's around forty bucks on sale right now on the PlayStation Store. It's only about twenty five. So nice, mm-hmm. man. Man, they yeah, they did they had some good sales going on. There was one I almost bought, <clears throat> but I didn't because I was like, eh, it probably sucks. Uh, the Friday the Thirteenth video game was like three dollars. Really? <laughs> yeah. Man, I uh, but it's a PlayStation hit. Yeah, so like it had to be at least somewhat popular, right, to get that title. Oh, absolutely. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. That's okay. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing is, is it it, it did have to be uh, a, a big deal for it to get to that. So, so maybe it's worth it. I don't know. Of course it is. Three dollars for a video game is always worth it. True. Yeah, it's a game. I mean, even if you get twenty minutes of entertainment out of it. For three bucks. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, you've eaten a corn dog that costs more than that. For, Spent more at the arcade for sure doing back in the day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. God damn. I, uh, um, oh shit, I forgot what I was going to say. That's all right. Got me. The arcades. Yeah. Uh, was that it for the game awards? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's the thing. Best score in music. But... Oh, but, uh, at the game awards also, they announced some new games like that Star Wars Eclipse. Yeah. That yeah, looks yeah. cool. That looked, yeah, we saw some uh, some cinematic trailers, right, of that? Yeah, just showing that the world. definitely just looked like a fucking movie. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Wild. Uh, the alien species looked real. Even the people looked pretty authentic. Is there a uh, is there a best sports game? Uh, I don't think there was. Uh, Isn't that wild? Go through all the categories. Game of the year, best game direction, best ongoing, best indie, best debut indie, best narrative, best art direction, score and music, audio design. Best performance. Uh, oh, talking about uh, like the actors, the voice actors, and that one actually went to uh, Maggie Robertson as Lady Dimitrescu, uh, who is our large lady, the the big broad of Resident Evil Village. Game. Now, ra- was that just perspective, or was she supposed to be very tall? She is very tall. Okay, she is, okay, she cool, is cool. large. She's because I'm large... like thinking about the character, and I'm like, huh, we were just looking up. Are we just saying she's big? She is a large vampiric woman who 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 is going to make you her her. Her her vampire slave. I'm all right with that. Yeah, right. And that's the thing. A lot of people were. I think that's how she nailed it. I didn't think it would be. Yeah, you learn to think about yourself. <laughs> Get, women like that teach teach you something about yourself. True. Games for impact, best community support, best mobile game, best VR action, action adventure. Uh, congrats to Metroid De- Dread winning action adventure. Glad to see the classic series having a, a great current showing. Right. Role-playing, fighting, family. Here we go. Sports and racing. Forza Horizon won this year. All of them were... Uh, oh, now so I, one soccer game. And then all racing. Wow. F1, Forza, Hot Wheels, and Riders Republic. I don't know what Riders Republic is. I'm going to pull that up real quick. Riders Republic. That's that Rough Riders game. 
It sounds like it's a bull riding game. Oh, no, it's like motocross. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, that's a damn shame. Yeah. So no, no, like NBA or, or NBA, NFL or Madden. Medine. Whatever. Medin. Yeah. That's all I got. Pick some plugs. Sure. Uh, did I talk about uh, Dope Sick last week? You you touched on it because we talked about Michael Keaton is a treasure. We, yeah, yeah. We finished that show. Still good, huh? It was very good. Everybody in it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, also just a throwback pick. I know I've mentioned him on the show before, but I've been listening to a lot of minus the bear this week. Yeah. You had some of that play when I walked in. That was good. Yeah, man. They did. Uh, they did some really good albums. Wasn't a really big fan of the last album they put out, but that was mostly because the original drummer wasn't on that album. Yeah. Uh, he was a lot of what made that band for me. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those bands where, uh, yeah, that, that, that perfect drummer made the songs just work. Uh, but yeah, they had, uh, six really really good albums um listen to them uh i've started hawkeye yeah same hawkeye. liking it liking it a lot really good um are you how many episodes in are you three okay i'm only two i'm three in so you've actually seen you know we talked a little bit about charlie cox and we talked a little bit about the rest of that corner of the universe and you so you've even caught a glimpse of how we might even be seeing more of that world did I? You did. I don't remember it. Yeah, we'll talk about it off. You know, I, I'm starting to think that I don't pay enough attention to the things that I'm watching. Could be. Could be. Either that or I'm not properly absorbing the things that I'm watching. I, on, uh, when I watch certain shows, I make sure that I put my phone kind of far away. And I'm real key about when that urge to pick it up comes up. I just My bad thing that I do is I will watch something on this screen while i'm playing a game on the other screen yeah no you can't do that yeah it's bad news i should stop because tvs they'll show you things that's a big thing with the it's television big visual yeah they, it's medium. A, it, they they've started using it as a visual medium yeah uh, just an idea they had you can hear most of it and, and be okay but yeah sometimes you got to see what they've shown you did I talk last week about the end of episode two and the music yes the depeche mode song. such a good song uh, the only other pick I had a, a little podcast pick. Yeah. Uh, do you ever watch uh, Dateline? Yeah. So you know Keith, oh Keith Morey, right? The one, the uh, one and only. Is he the one? Keith Morrison. Yeah, yeah. I watch. I listen to one podcast you recommended that he narrated. Yeah, about was somebody I don't remember. So there's another one called The Thing About Helen and Olga, and it's a story about these two old ladies that like, uh, like took in and then defrauded and murdered homeless men. It's a fucking crazy story, but the main big is the Keith Morrison, man. That fucking guy. Yeah. He has this fucking incredible ability to make the craziest story. Like, I don't know what it is. His his tone and delivery is so hilarious to me, but also I just cannot get enough of it. It's a little old-timey radio. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, like, sing-songy, and it's very... I don't know what it is, man, but it's the fucking best. Because that was the one, the one you recommended was, it wasn't Helga and Olga or whatever, but it no, was no, the no, thing no. about somebody. Old, yeah, yeah. Uh, Are they always that, the thing about the... Well, there's an actual Dateline podcast where it's basically the audio of each Dateline episode. Okay. Which you can listen to, and he narrates, narrates almost all of them, if not all of them, I think. I don't yeah. know. Um, <clears throat> but uh, there's been there's been a couple of specific ones where they 
uh, tell a, an elongated story. Yeah, this was the thing about somebody was oh, five The thing parts. about Pam. The thing about Pam, that was it. And she may or may not have killed a guy, maybe. I don't even remember. It was a long time ago. Uh-huh. Her friend. It was another woman, I think. But sad stuff. Pam probably did it. Definitely did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, just the way he tells that story. Like, I feel like you could give him the fucking worst, boring, most boring, mundane story. Yeah. And I would still just be like, ah, fucking episode to come out that's why i uh i'm a big believer in uh, uh storytelling it's, absolutely it's a lost art like we got to get back to that the people that can we do need that to well do more we need to have more talks about that yeah the, the thing you and i talked about at one point about yeah. storytelling yeah agreed yeah agreed what do you got uh you know still uh i don't know if i mentioned i was on elder scrolls online last week but i jumped oh, on I that think, i think so yeah i uh, still enjoying that still on board that's gonna be my little adventure game for a minute uh just since i'm paying for that playstation plus that i liked the adolescent scrolls uh yeah not the elder scrolls i was a big fan of the um uh the the post-divorce year scrolls oh yeah it was yeah, real, yeah, just he, a real wild card he was dating a much younger woman and and trying to figure out who he was Real loose cannon got a new car yeah. did a lot of cocaine a lot of, well, yeah he did but he got over that and that's why he has now lived to become an elder scroll so and i'm glad to see his adventures uh thank god you know we got to get those elder scrolls to just open their minds a little bit and be a little less you know set in their ways and racist and that's stuff. the biggest handle uh, the biggest problem uh, challenge to handle is getting a lot of those elder scrolls got some pretty warped views yeah, there's actually a class action lawsuit uh, about the news media warping the minds of the Elder Scrolls. Uh, <laughs> game's fun, though. It, it's If you know an Elder Scrolls game, you know what you're playing here. It's a lot of, like, get the quest from the guy, go on the quest, go back to the guy, get the reward, move on. Either a new quest from him, or you find someone else with a quest. It's a lot of questing. But it's fun. It's fucking beautiful. The music is gorgeous. Yeah. It's one of those games where it has fast travel, so I can, like, choose the location and just appear there. Oh. But you'll tell yourself... Why not walk? Because I'm going to get to walk through this vast world that they built where who knows what will happen along the way. And that's the, I mean, honestly, just thinking about that makes me want excited to go home and play a little bit. Really? Like, it's fun to just see what will so happen. just wander. Yeah, and see what will happen. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll come upon a hold, and there'll be some bad guys living in that hold, and I'll go kill them all, and I'll get some prizes. That's, or, uh, that's I like that about the Spider-Man game, too, is, like, mm-hmm. you can go straight to something. Uh, you know, you, I don't know if it has, it, I don't think you can, like, just, teleport like whatever. yeah i don't remember if it had fast but you travel, can yeah. but you can essentially just go straight to something you know just swing your way straight there yeah but or you know like the you can sidetrack yourself and go do all sorts of other shit i remember playing that game there were days where i would just collect backpacks you know? oh yeah there's so many things you can just do go, go do those hairy challenges where you yeah, have to i think do, like, science i stuff. think at the time we talked about how that was the first game i've ever like 100 percent completed yeah where I got all that shit. Where yeah. you got every fucking backpack, every side mission, every everything. I'm waiting for the sequel to Miles Morales to drop in price. Same. I want to get that too. Same. I'm not trying to pay forty dollars. No, I'm not trying to pay forty. Yeah, forty is a little much. Too much. Too much. A little for much for Miles Morales. I picked up the Star Wars Squadrons. That's good. That's one of the mm-hmm. ones where you're like in, in the in the ship. Yeah, just flying around space. So the bad time. at that. Uh, I, I got it for like fifteen. It's the kind of game I wasn't going to pay that more. That one in the first for. person shooters, man. Yeah, just something about my brain won't do the mechanics, and I get I'm bad at it, and I get frustrated, and I quit. Uh, first person shooters, I love. We've talked about that, but this I start to get a little more into your camp, mainly because with space, you, the up and down becomes oh, a problem. It's so disorienting. So, in, and the way I'm playing this is I'm learning to just get the damn thing in my fucking sh- in my in my uh, my crosshairs, whether or not I'm up down upside down who 
gives a fuck. I don't have to worry about it. I don't need oxygen to play the game. Or my guy doesn't, you know, he doesn't, he can be yeah, upside yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blood can go to his head. Not going to affect me one iota. He can handle all the Gs. So I, I just find him, whoever I'm shooting, and I'm doing okay. Man. It's a little hectic. I don't quite know 100% what's going on. I See, that's not, for me, that's not fun. It's well, just stressful. I'm finding the fun though. Now okay. that I'm getting now that I'm getting a little bit of the hang about it, doesn't really matter if I'm right side up right now. You know, I got no one to impress. It's yeah. a one player damn game. No one cares if I look wonky. Oh it's sure, blowing guys up, I'm fine. And then uh, uh, the it's got a neat mechanic where so like because in these plane games you you fly and then you you got to like slow down and you got to turn. And you got to like pull that quick 180 to get back into the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that you always got to get your uh, speed down to about half in this game. And it makes it so that you can kind of whip around. And it's hard because there's a sweet spot where turn becomes whip around. And that's the part I'm having trouble with because it's like you got to hit like both of your things at the same time and pull it down. And, and it, it has a bit of a real kind of yoke feel to it all. Uh-huh. And I guess the yoke's how you steer, not how you handle uh, uh, speed. But you, you know what I'm talking about. It, it feels like I'm in the cockpit working these machines. Gotcha. Uh, and, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard, and I'm, I'm struggling with the challenge. So um, uh, I could not be a rebel pilot is what I'm saying. More? Watching yeah. anything? Uh, uh, on the Hawkeye, I'm going to yeah. check out episode three. Still on Bebop, despite the cancellation. Fair. Too stylistic to walk away from right now. Still on the Reservation Dogs. That show's just quality. Yeah. That's a great show. It's funny, great cast, neat slice of life stuff, seeing a little bit of Oklahoma. Heart. Yeah, a lot of heart, a little bit of Oklahoma connection that I'm loving. Uh, they talk a little bit, last episode I watched, they talk quite a bit about the legalized marijuana, which I thought was so funny. People being super casual about it, and the cop bills all like, put that out, man. You know, yeah. he's a cop. You know, it's funny. Uh, you know, and he's uh, the cop's light horse police. And that's a, that's a tribal police unit we have here in Oklahoma, and I deal with that a lot at work because uh, they handle certain crimes on tribal land. Uh, he uh, in Hawkeye. He's in Hawkeye. The the cop. Yeah. Uh, is oh his fuck. Name, is his name Bill? Oh, oh did I you can't sp- remember. Did you spoil something for me? Uh, I mean, you just haven't seen episode three yet. I forgot you. You haven't seen it. Oh, it's okay. Three. Oh, it's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's in it. Excellent. Oh, awesome. That'll be fun. So uh, look forward to that. Cool. But yeah, that's that's uh that's I think that's largely it. I feel like I'm missing something. Still the Clone Wars too. Star Wars Clone Wars, just such a good show. Word. So yeah. All right. Good stuff. Hey, let's do it again next week. I think we should. All right. All right, see you then. Take it from me. I love you. <laughs>